Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Litecoin Underground Podcast. I'm pretty excited this week. Uh, I was able to talk to the foundation, the Litecoin Foundation. I've been back and forth with them working on trying to get a regular Twitter spaces set up, or X spaces, I guess they're called now. I'm kind of refusing to comply with the X.com. I like Twitter. I wish they would have stayed Twitter. But anyway, um, and so we're going to try to start doing a monthly spaces with some people from the foundation and really just a little bit like my normal Twitter spaces. Um, Conversational, talk about some community updates, projects people are working on. uh, So not just fully the foundation. And uh, so this was the first one. It was a, it was a, I thought went really well. I was happy with it. We kind of covered some basics, some news from what's been going on in Litecoin, um, all the different bounties that are out there, some of the stuff going on with ordinals, a little bit of MWeb updates. Uh, Miss Teen came in for a while. So I, I enjoyed it, and I, I hope we keep this going. So hopefully we're going to keep this. The plan, I believe, is like the first Friday of every month, even though this wasn't technically the first Friday because we had some technical issues the first time we tried it so if we can set that up regularly uh, i hope you guys can join i think we did the first friday the plant the first one was at 5 p.m eastern um i don't know if that'll be the case always i think mostly what we want to do is make sure that people from other community other parts of the world can participate so for example i think in australia at five in the morning it'd be like five in the morning over there so Um, not exactly an easy time for someone to get up and listen, but who knows? I would like it to be steady. We'll find out. But anyway, as always, thanks for listening guys. And, uh, yeah, have a good week. Take it away, man. All right. Well, um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'm hoping this room will fill in quite a bit. You know, this is kind of a new thing for me, at least working with, the doing something for the Litecoin Foundation, but I've been doing Twitter spaces. If you guys don't know who I am, uh, my name's Grant. I've been running the Litecoin Underground for almost two years, since Litecoin's 10th birthday. And uh, I do a Twitter spaces every week, and I've been kind of urging the foundation, like, hey, why don't we do something a little more regularly, get together just kind of some um, informative spaces, nothing super formal. I know they like to do ones for big announcements and that type of stuff, so I'm hoping this is something we can make a little more regular. Um, and I really want to use these, you know, just to kind of give you guys updates. Hopefully we do updates, kind of news and developments regarding Litecoin, maybe even some crypto in general talk, uh, announcements of events, as you guys may or may not know. There's quite a few things coming up with the foundation. And even some community projects. I know if you aren't paying attention it's really hard if you're not on Twitter all the time to keep <laughs> keep tabs on all the, the things that are changing constantly with, with Litecoin. We're not changing, but I guess developments and new projects that are coming around. Um, and then I maybe David's generally the on-chain data guy, but I, I went and got some on-chain data that might be kind of interesting. And then finally, hopefully, just kind of you guys can come up and ask questions if you want. I've been tra- practicing the last couple weeks of a thing, like a little quiz show thing I've done. <laughs> so if there's time at the end and we're dead, maybe we'll do like a little quiz show. Uh, but only if you've never been in my spaces before, because that's cheating, because we talk too much about it. So, um, yeah, Alan, I don't know if you got some things specifically you're going to want to cover. I, I kind of wrote out a bunch of stuff. If you want me to just kind of take it away, I don't want to hog everything if you got something you want to make sure we hit today um no I'll let you, you could run with this you know i think like you said we'll we'll work on doing this making this a monthly thing we'll, we'll dial it in as we move forward this being the first we're a little in, on the foundation side we're a little bit fragmented at the moment because we have uh some people that are out of town at the moment and we've got this um the proof of work uh, summit coming up, which we can talk about a little bit as well and some other things. So it's been a little, it's been a little crazy, you know, but, but not for, you know, it's, it's mainly because we're, we're just trying to, you know, make these things happen in the best way we can behind the scenes. So, um, but we'll, we'll, you know, we'll be able to definitely get this in gear. And I think the idea of a monthly, um, spaces with the foundation is perfect because it'll give us an opportunity to 
sort of discuss the news, kind of kick it off with the latest, you know, news and other things and just keep, keep the community, you know, involved and answer questions. And, you know, and that's a great way for us to get feedback too. So. Yeah, it was funny. Uh, Cake Wallet had a spaces and they said they were going to do a weekly. And I was like, really, you're going to do a weekly spaces because that's harder to do than you. I mean, not, not, not patting myself on the back because I do them weekly, but like to make sure, to make sure you got something to talk about, you got to space them out a little bit. So, so hopefully we'll have, we might bounce the time around a little bit to hit some different markets, you know, minor at a time when like Europe can't really listen. So we might try to bounce times around too. So, um, so obviously there's a Litecoin foundation spaces. I'm assuming everybody here, you're following the foundation, you understand kind of what their purpose is. And, um, well here, that's whatever from you guys website, promoting, uh, the adoption and education and development of Litecoin. And I thought it might be kind of good just to take like a minute and step back and look at some of the successes of the past few years. You know, I know that sometimes like the foundation I think can be a bit modest because you guys aren't, you guys aren't necessarily uh, intimately involved in all the things that happen and all the adoption that happens, but it's certainly uh, been a, a good place where I think businesses feel very comfortable adopting Litecoin, obviously because it's very decentralized. It's been around a long time. It functions flawlessly and uh, they know they have a resource of, you know, maybe some help and assistance from the foundation when it's needed. And so I'm going to give you the highlights. I was, I was writing these out and it might be going back a few years, but Alan, I'm sure you've been around long enough. Like since for me, I've been around since 2017 uh, actually 2016, I think about it. But, uh, do you remember back then when everybody was dreaming of the big announcement, you know, like Amazon's going to announce they're going to accept crypto or something like that. <laughs> like every minor announcement, every minor announcement was like, Oh my God, we're going to, it's going to be the craziest thing. And now there's so many things that have happened in the last two, three years that it's almost like it's, it doesn't seem like that big a deal anymore, but in reality, it really is a big deal. Just looking back to I mean, really the biggest, the first big one to me was the PayPal one, you know, that was late 2020. And before that, I mean, there really was not a lot of um, crypto adoption by businesses. So like PayPal and Venmo have added the four coins, right? What I'm, what I call basically the Mount Rushmore of coins, it, Litecoin, it's Bitcoin. On the PayPal thing, that's ETH. something that actually Litecoin Foundation had nothing to do with. Even Charlie had nothing to do with that particular one. So it was actually great to see because this is what we really want to see is it's not just driven by one party of the foundation, but, you know, other parties recognizing the, the value and making things happen. Yeah. I mean, it, that's, that's representative of like, it's a, it's this thing that's in demand, right? It's not that if you, if you're forcing something or like, you know, if there's a business out there that's paying people to, Oh, get me on this exchange or whatever. It's not going to last if it's not a legitimate you know, if there's no real legitimate demand, it's just a uh, temporary. So that's, that's what was great to see. I mean, so there's those four coins, right. Which come up over and over again, MoneyGram adopted Litecoin. I think it was maybe late last year and they only had three coins, Litecoin, Bitcoin, Ethereum. Um, EDX was, is a big exchange launched by all these um, investment banks they adopted four coins on their exchange to start, right? Yep. The main four. Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Litecoin, well, you know, even I think back in 17, it was just Bitcoin, Ethereum, and, and Litecoin, I believe, from what I remember. Yep. Well, and then I guess Bitcoin Cash in August. Well, when they split, yeah. but <laughs> and then in, uh, in Canada, there's only four coins that you can buy with no limit on them. And it's the same four coins, Litecoin, Bitcoin, ETH, and Bcash. Um, so, I think that's that's like a testament to this staying power of Litecoin. I even saw an article today. They were talking about Grayscale. You know, they won their case. And so they're saying this paves the way for Bitcoin to have an ETF. And this guy wrote kind of a small thread just saying, well, obviously next is going to be Ethereum. And then after that, you're going to see Litecoin and Bitcoin Cash because it's that's been the pattern everywhere you go. So I think that's a testament. I know you guys don't take credit for it you don't you know you can be modest but there's obviously um something that's being done right if litecoin continues to be uh at the forefront um 
yeah, the st- I'm just going to rattle off some, some cool statistics. Second on availability on ATMs. Uh, second on BitPay, like super close to first. We were first for a month, but still really close there. We can maybe go over that later. Um, and then growth in all sorts of metrics. I mean, I, I know at the, found, at the uh, summit last year in Charlie's speech, you know, he, it seemed like every single stat had 10x'd in the last two years or something like that. So, um, yeah, and, and one thing maybe you can speak to a little bit was the development side of things. Um, obviously, MWeb Mobile is what everybody's waiting for. Maybe they don't have an update today. But do you have, like, a status of even like a time frame of when we can expect that, even if it's very rough. Yeah. You know, I, and I, I hate to, to, to put David Burkett on the spot. <laughs> I know he's working on this light, you know, the, the idea so we can have a, ultimately a light client, right? So that, that whether it's light wallet, the wallet that we developed through Litecoin foundation or any wallet that wants to support MWeb can implement it. And um, it's, you know, it's, 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 there's been a lot of like things that, you know, hurdles and other things that he's not achieved, but he, I know he's making a lot of progress and I, he, I, I don't want to, don't quote me, but I think he's hoping to have released by the end of the year. Um, so we can kind of go from there, but um, I know he's working hard on it. He'll actually be, he'll be giving a talk as well at the, he won't be at the proof of work summit, but he'll be at the Litecoin cruise. So he'll be actually giving a talk there during our, you know, time where we're going to have some talks and he'll, I'm sure he'll be able to up, update everybody and stuff like that. But at the moment, we're kind of hoping for the end of the year. Um, but again, I don't want to, you know, how it goes with development. I don't want to commit anything on his part, but that's definitely oh, yeah, you know, and you never know. Is right? the light- I do want to, I, I, I do want to share a couple of things because you talked about this new proof of work thing. I'm going to steal, I'm going to, I don't know if Loshan's listening. Um, I went to his page and he basically is like uh, a news feed for the foundation because <laughs> he's got every single tweet of something coming up. Uh, he's got on there. Let me find the proof of work summit. So again, if you guys are newer to Twitter spaces up at the top above all the speakers, there's a little area. Yeah. We, we talked it's about called the, the net. It's called the but, nest. You know, the, the least kind of what we have, um, plan for this year and um, at least kind of go from there as well. Um, well, what's the proof? What is the proof work summit? Like what, I guess, and we know there's going to be a number of different communities there, right? Yeah. You can go to um, powsummit.com is the website. So, so we've had a Litecoin summit three years, but uh, you know, three years now. Um, the, and I think it was 17, 18. And then was it, or I can't remember exactly. It was 18, 19, and 22 because of COVID. Everything was shut down, so we weren't able to do it. Um, our plan still is to is to look into having summits, the Litecoin summit specific as well. But one thing we we also noticed during the summits is that a lot of the things we discussed with Litecoin are also, you know, they're they're proof of work related, and they're a lot of our talks are are in in terms of development. Other things are not only good for Litecoin, but good for proof of work, good for Bitcoin and the ecosystem. So one way we thought it'd be great is, is to reach a wider audience is to do kind of more of a proof of work, less coin specific uh, um, summit, at least for this year and collaborate. We're collaborating with the Ethereum uh, ETC cooperative in this case to do that. So we'll still talk about Litecoin at the conference, of course, and, and several of us will be there from the foundation. We'll have a panel and so forth. But it's also the focus is around just proof of work ecosystem in, in general why it's important, you know, topics like mining and, you know, so many things. There's so many, it's such a hot topic, right? Proof of work. And uh, so, and we're also doing this outside of the U.S. this year, just to sort of reach kind of more of a global reach because uh, our summits have always been in the U.S. So that's kind of our goal this year, kind of a, a trial run with this and see how that goes. But that certainly doesn't mean we won't be looking at doing our own Litecoin summits as well. It's just this particular year. We we thought we'd we'd try something like this, see how it goes. No, I mean I think that's a good idea. You know, that's going to be probably the hardest thing is, you know, you can't have a. I mean, I guess maybe you could have a Litecoin summit on all six continents, but <laughs> that would probably be pretty exhausting. You need a bigger team, yeah. I'm sure, right now. <laughs> We're looking at some fun, th- exciting things as well for next year, but we you know we we don't have enough information yet. But yeah, our, our 
we definitely want to have in-person events. Uh, I think that's important. There's so much that could be, you know, online, but there's certain things that you just, there's just, there's just something different about being able to go in person and really network and, and, you know, enjoy and discuss and kind of get more involved that way. Well, then you've got also, I'm going to post all these things up there. And then we have the, and then we have a Litecoin crew. So, so in uh, lieu of the summit, we're doing the, the this year, the Litecoin summit, we're doing the proof of work conference, but we're also doing a Litecoin birthday cruise celebration on, on Litecoin's birthday, actually on the October 13th. It leaves out of Miami. It's a, it's a three night kind of weekend getaway. So the, the nice thing is that people have to work during the week. It leaves on a Friday afternoon, comes back real early on a, on a Monday morning. And it's, it's on Royal Caribbean. So it's, it's, it's basically, you know, your, your basic cruise where you get all the benefits of, of a normal Royal Caribbean cruise. But as part of the group, we're, we're scheduling some, you know, specific group events. So during dinners, we'll have a group dining together. We're going to have a kickoff Litecoin um, kind of exclusive party that we've rented out some space for on the, on the ship. We're going to have um, one of the mornings, the morning at sea, we're going to have some talks for a few hours, Charlie and some other people will be there to, we'll give some, you know, kind of what's going on and updates and stuff like that. A couple of other group activities as well. And then of course there's the, you know, the Island and everything else that people can enjoy. So it's sort of a, you know, if you need a vacation anyway, and, and you want to learn some things, I think it's a perfect combination of, of, of those two things. Yeah. I mean, you get to rub elbows with all the big dogs, right? Yeah, it's pretty intimate in a way, too, because <laughs> we have dining, the, the group dining will all be in the same areas. Like I said, we're going to have a special birthday party the first night. We're going to have, you know, these speaker sessions. It won't be, I mean, there's, there's going to be several thousand people on the ship, but in terms of the group, it won't be like massive. So it's, it's a great opportunity to, yeah, to meet, network, um, and have fun. So cool. hopefully, I don't know, are you going, Grant? You know, I wanted to try to bring my family down there. Uh, I don't think I right now I'm not, but I, 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 th- I want to see if I can convince them to go. Because what I, I did find it was like if you go as a group, it's like a great deal. You know, it's like barely more to go with four people as it is to go. It with is one. well, yeah. They charge like <laughs> minimum double occupants exactly. And keep in mind, it it includes your food. And, and, you know, we're oh, through, know through the group, we're going to have like a cocktail party, you know, drinks and everything else. So, um, you, you get quite a bit for the, for the, the one good thing I'll say is flights are, are pretty inexpensive. I mean, from, I'm in the Midwest, but, um, just in general flight prices have been really way down lately. I was looking at flying to go see a friend in Atlanta and it was like, a God, there were like $60 round trip flights. Detroit to Atlanta. I'm like, man, I need to start traveling if it's going to be. That's cheaper than getting an Uber to the airport. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and it's just, yeah. I'm trying know. to post some, the other thing. I'm trying to do is post some stuff up in the nest. So, like, you know, just some reminders for you guys. Like, the foundation has a newsletter, so you can click on up there. There's a link that you can subscribe to the foundation newsletter. I've got a whole bunch of these, man. Uh. And then the store, that's the other one that I think is we need to talk about a little more here. There's some really cool stuff on there. Who design like who designs all your guys' uh, logos? Is that all Robbie? The stuff that goes on your the clothes and stuff? Um, so Robbie, it's a combination of several people that have helped. And we've just recently updated the store, give it a kind of a little bit of a, a new look. Uh Robbie, Michelle, Michelle Mafra has has helped quite a bit. Um Loche on some of the back end stuff and, you know, feedback from other people. But yeah, we have some really cool stuff on the shop, which you can see, you know, when you on our website, litecoin.net, there's a link at the top that says shop. It's up in the net. It's up in the nest. Just got to click on the link. But when that, you know, that was something, I guess, circling back to some of the stuff you guys are doing. I know it's, you know, I mean, you're a, it's a nonprofit, right? So obviously anything uh, we can do as a community to kind of help you guys out. Um, I kind of wanted to mention t- circling back to David and his development on MWeb. Something that's interesting has been happening. If you haven't noticed in the last maybe three to six months, is I guess we'll call it a crackdown on privacy coins. That might be a fair way to 
put it. So like in Europe, they just Binance uh, was going to delist a bunch of crypto coins. Um, Monero, Decred, Verge, Dash. I'm trying to think of the big names. Uh, bigger names. Privacy coins, essentially. And then they rescinded that in June. And then just again this week, they uh, announced that they're going to delist those coins in Europe. And I know like in Dubai, those coins are delisted. And one of the things I think that when David and Charlie designed MWeb, I, I think they were very careful in the way they put it together uh, to make it where it's, you know, giving you a good level of confidential transactions and that personal privacy without maybe triggering or <laughs> angering the regulators in a way to where it's still something that um, is is something that, that can be a useful tool for them, and but you can also still maintain some privacy. I think I think that's one of the, the best things that maybe we don't talk about with MWeb is that it's obviously not being seen as, I guess, uh, frowned upon, I guess, by regulators, right? Um, yeah, I think... I think it's it's sort of a ha meets sort of walks that balance between at least giving some level of basic privacy, but not being considered a full privacy coin. Um, and I think the fact that it's optional, from a regulator standpoint at least, makes a huge difference. I mean, just like looking at Binance for example, I think they even mentioned a while back when we came out with MWeb that. You know, they'll support Litecoin, but just not from an MWeb address. Well, that's fine. So, so you use it when you want to, and and when we, you know, when it comes to exchanges that can't use it, then you know, they they can choose that as well. Um, it it's a tough one because some people want full privacy, you know, and I and I completely understand that. I mean, you know, there's there's personal privacy is, is a right. On the other side, you know, but but then at the same time, how do you achieve like mass adoption? If you have to deal with regulators and all of their some of their crap, and uh, so how do you walk that fine line? Um, and so I think that the idea is, well, what what can we do to have a basic level of privacy um, while walking that line? And and the and the and that and that means concealing three things: the sending, receiving address, and the amount sent, which which are probably some of the most important things, right? If you're going to do, if you're going to create privacy. Yeah, I mean, for me, the first that's got to be your first step. And, um, and really that's, in my opinion, that's good enough for good enough for most your people. general day-to-day -day stuff. Cause the reality is if you're going to like work with exchanges anyway, you don't really have a whole lot of privacy as it is, right? If your coins are on an exchange, they know exactly where your coins are and what you're doing with them. So it's like, I mean, there's a certain amount of, you're already sacrificing a certain amount of privacy in that sense. Yeah, so, I think, I think, uh, yeah, exactly. And, but it's important to have some level. And this is where I think, you know, Bitcoin, and I'm a big Bitcoin supporter, but Bitcoin suffers in the fact that it, there, there should be, you know, spending cash at a store. I would even say spending, using your credit card at a store offers probably more privacy than Bitcoin because, you know, when you, when you spend cash or let's say use your card, nobody knows how much money is in your bank account, right? They can't really trace that back. So, yeah, there, there's there's kind of different things there in terms of using credit cards. But this is nothing more than a, the same level of privacy that you get with traditional spending, right? Um, and I don't think that's unreasonable at all. Um, in fact, like I said, some people you know, would argue that even more privacy is needed, but it's a good start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's step one. It's step I, I think Bitcoin ultimately... I would like. I would love to see that on Bitcoin as well. I, I you know, I, they move much slower, but I think this is when it comes to money. This is this is so important and fungibility. It helps with fungibility, you know, so that certain coins aren't, you know, you, you know, tainted or not accepted because they have some, maybe some some questionable history that you weren't even a part of, right? So, um, th there's a lot of benefits. Yeah. Exactly. All right. The other thing I wanted to get into, I was hoping to have some people here. We we were kind of, I don't want to say scrambling. We were scrambling a little bit to get this coordinated yesterday, Alan. And I was uh, trying to reach out to some people to see if we could have them just kind of give us a quick rundown on some community stuff that's been going on. And really, I would say the, the ones that stand out to me, um, you know, Indigo Nakamoto, he's 
he's been, I, don't know, I guess this was last, started in February, really. He kind of just on a whim decided to create a bounty for um, porting ordinals from Bitcoin over to Litecoin. And, you know, people from the community chipped into the bounty program and he was able to raise something like maybe 20 or 25 Litecoin to get that to, to make that happen. So essentially everything you can do on Bitcoin ordinals, you could do on Litecoin ordinals. And then um, the next step was to get, I think it was a marketplace. They needed a marketplace. So he reached out to, oh man, hang on, Unisat, I believe. That's what it's called. Yeah, I've got it right here. And um, he put a bounty out to port Unisat over and called it Unilit, which if again up in the note nest you can see Unilit is now active on Gate IO. So all these uh, ordinals and LTC twenty tokens are now able to be traded on Gate IO, which is like again very cool and it's all just community driven. I mean not to not to you know say that the foundation isn't doing what they they should be doing here. Now no, I'm just kidding, <laughs> but you know it's just a way. It's nice to see that's happening too. So he did that one, and then there was a third one. Oh yeah, he got uh, mempool. Um, mempool dot space is a Bitcoin. Oh boy, I guess a way of observing the blockchain. Like that's probably the best way to say it. A way to visualize the blockchain. I'm trying to find where that is, and he ported that over, and it's called lightspace.org i believe let me i'm looking it up right now here bear with me for a yeah, second. yeah yeah like, yeah like Litecoin, litecoinspace.org you can also if you go to litecoin.net on the top menu there's an explorer a link you can also use that to to go to lightspace um and yeah big thanks to Loesch there as well and even robbie for for their help in that so it's, it's an awesome explorer um and and i don't know if indigo is here if he wants to maybe elaborate a little bit more on what he's doing but you know, I, he couldn't. He couldn't be here. That's what I was gonna say. I asked some people to be here, and just the timing wasn't right for them. So the other one was Luke. Um, oh, what's it? Luke Wright? I believe his name is Luke. So let me give some usernames. Indigo. I don't know how many people are even named Indigo, but <laughs> he's just Indigo, at Indigo underscore Nakamoto. So follow him. He's been working a lot on this development. And yeah, and the other one is Luke right main right with a w like w-r-i-g-h-t so luke right main he's been really leading a lot of this ordinal and ltc20 stuff as well with litecoin litecoin labs i believe i'm gonna be because there's because you guys work with like litecoin lab right there's yep. a litecoin lab and a litecoin labs uh yeah i guess that's a little confusing right um well, I, I we have like we're, we're working with Litecoin Labs. Litecoin Labs is a collaboration of Litecoin Foundation and Antpool, um, where where we're um, yes. The idea there is they're 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 no, actually donating half of the uh, mining revenue from Litecoin mining into sort of a DAO, and ultimately we'll 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 vote together on how to use those funds towards Litecoin Litecoin projects in the Litecoin ecosystem. So um, that's the goal there. Um, it's still the it's still the plan. We've done a few things, but we're still you know we're still building up the the uh, you know the account, and uh, ultimately we'll be able to do some pretty cool things with those funds. Well, what I want to say is like if you are interested in like the ordinal stuff, Litecoin Labs has a Discord. That's that seems to be the place where those are going. So reach out to those guys if you guys are if anybody's interested in developing in that world. I can see we got a lot of these wild cat alliance people in the audience. Um, I'm not sure if you guys have this, this is a community, man. They come out in droves. So I'm not sure if they uh they're also, I think, doing something on Litecoin as well. Is that right, guys? Can you throw up like a hundred if you guys are doing Litecoin stuff? Maybe not. Okay. All right, never mind. Never mind. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh then what was the last thing I wanted to cover? What am I, what am I looking at here, Alan? Miss Teens here. The Litecoin Explorer, maybe? I don't know. You tell me. Oh. I miss no, that was good. Hey, you got one of the Wildcat. You got one of the Wildcat people that want to speak. Do you want me to throw them up here real oh, quick no. along with Miss Teen or what? Sure. Bring them up for a second. Let's All see right. One second here. 
Hey guys, quick break in the action because I wanted to tell you guys about Cake Wallet. You know they're the official Litecoin underground wallet. What I want to tell you really quick is all the exciting things you can do with Cake Wallet. I've been using it for a long time and they just keep adding more functionality for people that actually want to hold and spend their cryptocurrency. You know you can swap between cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin, Litecoin, Monero, and hundreds of others. You obviously can hold those assets, Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Monero in the wallet. You can buy inside the app if you want to. You can use CakePay, which is a bunch of gift cards. I use them all the time. I use them at AutoZone, Home Depot. I take my family to the movies. I take them to dinner, and I'm always using my Litecoin. It's such an easy way to do it. They have also have a new way of invoicing customers, Trocador app. There's BirdPay, so you can tip people on Twitter. You could even tip me, hypothetically, if you wanted to. You know, just go into CakeWallet, type at LTC Underground, and send, I don't know, 10 cents just for the fun of it to try it out. So download CakeWallet, and I'll let you get back to the show. Normally I would be co-host in this situation, but for some reason we're having All right, there's an inability out. to be co-host, so... David's David's like the producer behind the <laughs> behind the curtain. Camera two ready. Go to camera two. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, logos. Hey, What's going on, man? You've come in before, right? To MySpaces. Gentlemen, gentlemen. Yes, of course. This is not Aslan. This is Hannibal, the other guy that's involved. I've talked to you a couple of times, sir. Yeah. How you guys doing? Uh, very glad to come up here and speak to you. Um, love Litecoin Foundation. Your wallet's epic. I'm wondering when you're going to include ordinals. Now, um, that being said, yes. Want to give a shout out to Rocket Epic, uh, and I, I do want to thank all of you guys for allowing us to come over to your beautiful blockchain. Uh, we're multi-chain, by the way. Uh, we've been on Bitcoin and Litecoin and Dogecoin. Uh, we, I will say personally, I find Litecoin to be the best. So, not being, uh, you know, one way or the other, just it seems like your tech works solid, and it's exactly like Bitcoin. So, there's a lot of problems over on Dogecoin. So I suspect in the future, there's going to be a lot more uh, traffic coming over here. But anyway, yeah, nice to meet you. My name's Hannibal. I'm uh, with the Wildcats that are down here. And uh, yeah, we want to stop by and say hi. All right, cool. Yeah. So do you guys have, you guys have built a uh, ordinal collection on Litecoin? So we have indeed. Yeah. We're also building a launch pad, which would be a no code option for people who want to build NFTs on Litecoin. So if you want to make a collection, you can pop on over and make a generative recursive collection on our launch pad. Uh, that'll be out probably in about, I'd say three weeks, something like that. But yeah, we definitely were, we're highly involved in the uh, Litecoin ordinals. Uh, love it very much. All right, cool. Yeah. I want to, you know, one of the things that's, that's hard to do is, you know, and crypto is a pretty wild space <laughs> as far as having to be kind of careful what, what you're dipping your toe in. But, um, you know, I know this is this is kind of a new thing people are experimenting with in the community. And, you know, the reality is it's a community thing, right? I mean, my, my spaces every week is just kind of something I like to do. I sit in my basement and talk on my phone to some people. But uh, another great member of the community, Miss Teen, I got to tell you something. I'm going to sound like Trump here. Miss Teen beautiful show <laughs> every time i every time i tune in she's talking about litecoin i love it it's a wonderful wonderful show it's one of the best shows out there that's what i've heard <laughs> yeah big show <laughs> can you talk miss team what's going on got laryngitis Hello. no I, I i was trying to unmute but then like it wasn't the the button was just glitching out on me but hello family how are you guys i miss you what's going on you know, you've stayed true to your roots. I got to appreciate you. You, went, you just used to be, what have you, tripled your following in the last year or two? And uh, you're killing it out there and you're staying yourself. I like that. Thank you. I try to stick on my path and just kind of do my thing, stick to the fundamentals of the space over the fundamentals of the space, which is self-sovereignty, freedom, peer-to-peer, -peer, borderless transactions. And yeah, owning something. That's the most important thing. And I, you know, we're not here for all the other craziness. We're just here for helping people and spreading that positive message that is cryptocurrency and the revolution. That's probably the most peaceful thing out there. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you were here for the pumpamentals, you wouldn't be here anymore. <laughs> I would, I would have hit once <laughs> Bitcoin went down past 30K. I would have been like, oop. You know, but now nah, I, I love what I do every single day. I love waking up doing what I do. I do my show, which, of course, I cover Litecoin every day with the charts and stuff like that. And, you know, it's so fundamentally relevant. So, you know, I'm just waiting until the inevitable happens. Yeah, it definitely feels like, um, you know, I've said this last year. I think it, you know, it's easy to get down on on things, you know, because price is, is definitely a, 
it's a mood it's a mood right it's an or what would you call it a vibe right and an animal who comes in my space all the time he said yeah i think we had we went from like 64 to 67 and he's like you know it just puts a little pep in my step and i'm like you know that's that's 100 percent true <laughs> so it's easy to get down on things but we've had just a year and a half of or gosh almost two years of seemingly non-stop just bad news between luna and ftx and celsius and BlockFi and all the banks that were you know crypto supporting banks that either went under or ended relationships and so um i mean it sounds all bad but to me that just it, it that's the bad stuff that had to be flushed out and there's no more bad news to drop so we can just get back to building again so that's just just the nature of this thing because it is kind of the wild west and it's this worldwide market that I don't think anybody has really an understanding of the size of it yet, <laughs> you know, you know until the, we... and everything that shook out. And I, I'm, I hope that's the, the last of it, but <laughs> with crypto, but <laughs> well, it's all about, only, there's only two other big it's things. It's all about leverage, right? It was all about <laughs> leverage and we didn't have leverage like a, a long time ago. And um, like we did just recently. And, you know, I think hopefully moving forward, we don't have that kind of leverage and we won't see at least that kind of craziness. But um, it, it seems like every time things moon and just rip again, there's people are going to jump in and, you know, take advantage of the situation and people get greedy. I mean, that's just human nature. But um, we will see better days, higher highs. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I do want to open it up because, I, you know, we're down to I want to make sure we, we get this done in a in an hour. And we want to have a Q&A. I have some on-chain statistics that I think are interesting, but, uh, you know, I don't want to go too long and not leave it open to some opportunity for people to ask questions. So if people want to come up, uh, feel free. If you don't feel comfortable, like maybe English isn't your first language or you're nervous on the mic or something, like just DM me and I'll at least bring the question up for you. And I'm going to give some advice to people. I don't, I only have an iPhone. So if you're coming up to talk, this is something I discovered a few weeks ago and I say it every week. So if you have an iPhone and you pull down from the top right corner of your phone, when you come to speak, there's a little thing uh, called mic mode and you can either be in like standard or voice isolation, use voice isolation. Cause it gets rid of all your background noise. And now I'm using it in my personal life. It's great. So it was something I discovered. I like to tell people about it. So, all right. Uh, coinramp.net. What's going on? I better not hear any background noise. <laughs> Coin ramp, are you there, my friend? <laughs> I think maybe they got rugs. Yeah, it's really been strange. The fact that we couldn't co-host, and if you're having issues with the muting, uh, maybe we're going to have some issues. I don't know. I had issues earlier in the space and I was just like, someone was actually talking to me and it stopped and like kept reconnecting. So maybe it's just the space's issue today. Could be. Coin animals on too. Oh, I'm not seeing him at all. Oh, oh never mind. Up, guys? <laughs> I, was, I was looking down below. There he is. What's up, animal? Uh, too much, not too much. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Yeah, feel good Friday. Friday. What, what, what's the... Uh... What's a pumpy sound effect I can put in here? I'm Love learning. Kangaroo. Let's try this one. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to talk uh, briefly about another bounty that we have up and running, uh, started by Indigo. And okay. it was uh, to, to port um, LitecoinSpace.org, that block explorer that we, uh, that we got going, uh, in large part thanks to Litecoin Foundation. Um, it, it, originally, it originally started as a bounty and we were kind of just like gung-ho about it and really didn't think about the hosting aspect of it and like who was actually going to take care of this baby once it's been created. Um, and yeah, the Litecoin Foundation graciously uh, opted to, to host it for us, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, so yeah, if you haven't checked it out, I mean, litecoinspace.org, it's a beautiful explorer, um, just like mempool or... Was it mempool space? Yeah, mempool that space. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah anybody who is interested in learning in a, about in a variety crypto. of languages too. No, no, thank you very much. The community loves that. That's one thing on Doge that they're missing. That's been absolutely vital for the ordinals is to be able to see that. So, thank you very much. 
Well, hey, if, if you're interested in donating or if you know someone, um, there's there's a bounty. I did post it to, well, not the Nest, but to the comments of this thing. We've got seven and a half Litecoin donated already. Um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking it'd be really nice to have them just opposed to each other, right? Like to have, because with the, the mempool.space, you can drop down and see like, you know, what's going on on the testnet and the Bitcoin testnet on Liquid as well. You can explore that uh, that chain. And if the same thing were to were to happen with, with the Litecoin space.org where you can drop down and choose the Dogecoin uh, blockchain, I think it'd be great for, for both communities really because, I mean, a lot of people don't know that Dogecoin is merge mined with Litecoin, right? Like in the stroke it, I want to say genius and compassion. Uh, Charlie in 2014 decided to, you know, adopt Dogecoin and have them merge mine with with Litecoin. Um, yeah, he almost he seemed to he he was like the the main guy saying, "Hey, you should do this. This is a good solution for you." And really, I don't think they were aware that it was an option at the time, or it hadn't thought about it much because um, they were having some issues. <clears throat> And I mean, they, they were always such a great community. I remember in the early days, like the Dogecoin subreddit was just such like, so full of like good vibes, right? People asking questions and, you know, others responding with, with really articulate and helpful answers. Um, there's also this whole, you know, Dogecoin tip thing that was going on. People were tipping each other like thousands and thousands of Doge, just like to random strangers to help them get started, you know, with their first Doge transactions and stuff. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if, if you if you guys want to see it happen, uh, there's, I think there's already one developer working on it. I'm not sure what the progress is there with him, but I mean, everyone's welcome to try to fork it. The code's uh, open source, you know, check it out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think that's something that um, that tool, whether it's uh, Litecoin, I'm already going to forget the dang name again. Is it just <laughs> Litecoin? I don't know why it always bothers me. Litecoinspace.org. Litecoinspace.org or mempool.space for Bitcoin. They, they're great tools to just learn about how these blockchains function and just to kind of watch the blocks go by, watching the transactions get, you know, bunched together in the mempool and how much the fees are and, you know, kind of overall what's the hash rate. It's just, it's just interesting to kind of watch the machine go. And if you're somebody just getting into this and you kind of want to begin to understand how it works, I think that's a great visualizer. Um, so yeah, it's interesting to see, you know, Litecoin's a 10th of a penny to move some money and Bitcoin for some reason, Bitcoin had a crazy amount of transactions today. I don't know if you guys saw this, but it's, it's jumping up again in fees. So I don't, we don't, we don't need to, we don't need to gossip about Bitcoin, but sometimes it's fun. So yeah, it's over a dollar a transaction now on Bitcoin. And it's been, they've just seen a huge influx today for some reason. At least miners are making money. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Miners miners always made money. Love. I love my miners. I wrote a long thread today about mining and mining profitability. I, I thought it was interesting, but nobody seemed to care about it. <laughs> I was all, I was on my calculator. I have all sorts of numbers on my whiteboard at home and, and uh, made spreadsheets and everything, but it, whatever, it didn't hit home with people yet. Like when Dr. Brown, you should, you should really come uh, to my shows in the morning because I have a bunch of miners that watch the show and I love them so much. And I think they would love Randy, really, what are you mining? You know what's interesting that's not happening to the miners on Litecoin? I don't mean to jump in here, but I find in Bitcoin that they're actually starting to pull the rares for uh, ordinals, and Litecoin's not jumped on that yet, which is kind of odd to me. So if you guys know anybody that does that, maybe try to push them to do that. Don't know anything about that. Maybe go, go to Miss Team Crypto's show. She can put you in touch with the miners. It, we've got to do it. We've actually reached out to the third mining pool and they had no idea about this. And we're all losing if we're not looking at this right now, you guys. So well, the rare yeah, stat stuff you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you got it. There's actually rare Litoshis. Okay. Well, and how do they get them? They just pick them out by block by block or what? So check it out. The guy down there, Aslan, that's uh, given some uh, emojis. He's like an expert in this. That's my partner. But basically how it works is this. They serialized all the pennies. All right. So certain pennies have like different rarities. 
So the miners have access to that. They can actually pull those out. Now, what's really cool, like we were in the room with Charlie, like Aslan was actually talking to him during the happening. It was so cool. And to watch that mempool dude that you guys got made come over with that special block and everything. It was so like, I, it was just neat. It was so cool to watch. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm enjoying all this, man. We need to get everybody on Litecoin into this stuff. Cause like, we're not exactly jumping on. It's like kind of like slow going, but as soon as it kicks in, you guys are going to see way more people coming over. Yeah. It's exciting stuff. And, and I know that that's been, uh, ordinals are kind of a contentious, uh, topic at the time. And uh, I've appreciated the foundation, um, you know, staying out of it. Is, is that fair enough way to say uh, it? I think they should have jumped right into the wallet, honestly, because it's one of the things that made most things happen lately, like even on Bitcoin. It's been the thing driving so much. So everybody should jump on it. I'm just my yeah, opinion. I don't think from a yeah, foundation right. perspective, we're, we're just saying, oh, we're not, we're staying out of it, we're not touching it. We've got, you know, the number one focus is like, how do we achieve global adoption? And, you know, the strongest use case is payments. And we're seeing, we're seeing, starting to see some of, that pay off, like when we look at BitPay stats and other things, but we're certainly like anything that helps adoption in the ecosystem is, um, is, you know, the, in, 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 that we could support, we will. Sometimes there's so many new things that always come along and it, it's easy to just jump right on something, but it, it, it's two things. One, we have to have the manpower, of course, to take on new things. And number two, sometimes it's good to kind of see how things sort of play out and what's going to stick and what isn't. So it's not like we're not, going to support or, you know, just ignore something if it looks like it's promising. It's just a matter of, you know, sort of finding that balance between, you know, it, what I, what I meant by that, Alan is not, is not, yeah, no, no, not I'm just saying, like, but, it, but you're not, you didn't, and there was no like, Oh, we oh don't no, like no, no, it's or, cool. I think know. it's a good, it's a good yeah. thing though, because we should be open to like, like any way that can be adopted. And, and I'm kind of looking at like it, the stronger the blockchain is in general, the more value it will be, you know, for whatever it could be used for. So, because at the end of the day, your projects that you are laying on top of a blockchain are only as strong as, as the blockchain they're on, right? So um, if we can continue to do that part and, and build it and create adoption and payments and onboard merchants and, you know, grow grow the usage more and more, then, you know, if there's other things like ordinals and other applications on top, then, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, I think it's great. The full, I say a full block, a full block is a happy block. That's what I always say. Numbers don't lie. The thing about it is, if you look at things like Counterparty and the other uh, protocols that have showed up before Ordinals, none of them came anywhere ne uh, uh, near this. So for adoption, this has been the major thing. Like, we are watching this on multiple chains now. So if you guys don't want to focus on it, it's going to end up being something that you're late on. That's just, I want to try to impress that. I, th I think what's what, what I'm trying to stress, Wildcat, is that, you know, the foundation's here to be supportive. They're not here to necessarily... Um, like the community is a lot, it's a, it's an open source, right? It's a, it's a not, they don't control anything within the blockchain. So the reality is the community can build what they Yeah, that, that's the beauty of it. I appreciate yeah, the foment the moment, like, the, moment so. the foundation becomes a gatekeeper, we start having issues. Exactly. But, that's but what, that's we, what I mean. Yeah, we'd love to see I'm the community and like Indigo, we're talking about it, what you're doing, everybody, what everybody's doing is amazing. And, and, you know, if, if there are ways we can help support that, we will. It's just, um, there's, there's so much we can do. We want to make sure we also don't drop the ball on some other key things like MWeb and privacy and other things that we're trying to work on. So it's just a matter of, um, but it's awesome to see more people involved. And I think that'll, that'll continue. You know, we see there's a lot of, you know, there's, there's just massive potential ahead and it's going to take more than just the yeah, foundation. I know Al, Al Lighthouse is in here. Oh, he, oh, he wasn't here. I thought. But um, I know he said that there's been a lot of activity in uh, Hong Kong and China, I believe, seem to be very um, more focused on Litecoin than Bitcoin ordinals and LTC 20 tokens and all that. So that, that's exciting. You know, I mean, you're talking about literally billions of people over there. Um, that's a lot more than we've got over here. I, that. I do want I do want to talk a little bit about the BitPay stats. So, you know, this is something that obviously it's been a a bit of a feather in our cap as Litecoiners, you know, Bit, BitPay added Litecoin. They dragged their feet for a long time. Um, I believe it has, I think maybe Roger Veer had something to do with ownership of BitPay. I, might I think you're probably that. right. Go ahead. 
Well, he, like, there's uh, there were a couple of there were a couple of players within BitPay. It's it wasn't all Roger, but he was definitely right. I, I read some articles like the original CEO said something like, "I will never add Litecoin" because he was maybe an early maximalist, right? And so uh, it took a long time, and we didn't get added for almost ten years onto the platform. And it happened in July of 2021, and pretty much instantly, Litecoin was the second most used coin. And at that time, I think Bitcoin was something like 90% of transactions were Bitcoin and 10% were made up of, yeah, ETH, Bcash, Dogecoin. I mean, I think they had, they even had like, God, what did they have before us? Some of them that I just was shocked at, right? But all these stable coins and everything and um, pretty quickly moved up into maybe 10 to 20% of transactions were Litecoin. And then during this ordinal surge, um, after slowly gaining for two years, Litecoin actually surpassed Bitcoin in transaction volume and BitPay is the number one processor of crypto payments in the world, I believe. And so now for, that was June, right? Do we pass them in June or was it July? June, right? And then July it was neck and neck. And again, in August, like within, I posted it up there, like maybe a, you know, maybe a percent or two difference. It's again, it's up in the nest. And so a third of the transactions are on Litecoin. And what I, what I think is really important to pull from that is that after the original surge of fees on Bitcoin, you know, they were, it was five, six, $10 to send Bitcoin. Obviously people abandoned Bitcoin and go, well, I'm going to use something else. Cause I'm not going to spend $10 to move my money. And they moved to Litecoin. And now, even though, even with Bitcoin fees dropping, I mean, it was 50 cents or something for the last couple months and they've stayed using Litecoin. And I think that's a, that's, that to me says a lot, you know, it's kind of like the, what did I say? When you, once you go Litecoin, you see it's the right well, coin, something like, like that. You said, so this, <laughs> you know? this, Litecoin's added a little bit over two years ago. So it's not, it's not just been growing while Bitcoin fees were high. And this is over the last three and a half years, we've just watched it continue to climb in terms of payment count. And, you know, it's, it's pretty amazing to see it neck and neck with Bitcoin, considering how much larger, you know, the Bitcoin ecosystem is. And I think, you know, there's no question, in my opinion, that, that Litecoin can arguably has a, a stronger, as stronger, if not a stronger use case per, per market cap or per size than even Bitcoin. I mean, you know, you can argue the store of value, but I think Litecoin will ultimately end up being a great store of value as well. So, yeah, it's pretty amazing to see that. These are real payments, right? These are actual payments. These aren't just people sending one person sending you another wallet address. Yeah, it's not like exchange to exchange or, yeah, moving money from one wallet to another. It's... In commerce, no, yeah, but like yeah. I think Litecoin's is is it, the amount of transactions on Litecoin is equal or, or more than like I think ETC, USDC, and and pretty much all the other coins below it combined. So, with the exception of Bitcoin, it just makes sense. Like I I don't know. I'm thinking about like the future of money. If you're at the store, you want to be able to pay and leave. You want it to be cheap. So why wouldn't you use something like Litecoin? Obviously, you can't use Bitcoin at the store. Because it's too slow. Ethereum is too expensive. It's just not even feasible, especially during the bull market. What are you going to pay like $100 for a $10 coffee and a croissant? Like it just doesn't make sense. But Litecoin does make sense. And it's always worked like 100% uptime, longest running blockchain with 100% uptime. No, not even Bitcoin can say that. I just think it's underrated and it's probably the best tech in crypto. Oh, here, hold on a second. I'm... Sorry, we, we were switching to co-host. Thanks, David, on that. Um, yeah, no, I... Yeah, yeah, betcha. Hey, I, uh, Al, also, uh, I sent you an invite, so come on up. Yeah, I mean, thanks. And by the way, Mr. I always call you Randy, I'm sorry, I know, because Miss Teen Crypto, the teen thing isn't there anymore. No, so. <laughs> but uh, I think it's awesome. Always appreciate everything you do. And I think you're, you're reaching the the... Sort of that, that target demographic that's so important too, and and educating people as they come up, so that so that they really understand early on how to do their own due diligence and research, and not just jump on things that are, you know, potentially shills and scams, and really get so hurt that they maybe don't want to get back in the space. So this is, um, yeah, I really appreciate everything. Yeah, well, just to reiterate that the bit pay statistics to me are like, again, it's people felt forced to go use it because the fees were where they were and then they used it and went okay this is way better 
and they stayed. And I think that's that's really the big the big hurdle we've always had. Litecoin, you know, we're not, we don't have a big marketing department or something. But as fees force people into these other coins, and they, you know, they're on PayPal, and they're going to actually want to take possession of their coins, and they see that it's whatever three dollars on Bitcoin and a tenth of a penny on Litecoin, they're going to, you know, every it's just a natural incentive structure. So it's just nice to see that sometimes we have these beliefs about human behavior and we assume that's what will happen but to actually see it happen um is nice like confirmation of that belief it's right? not only a nice and i'll take it a step yeah i agree step one step further it's it's really important i mean when we talk about uh, money as a use case there's generally you know two key things right the store of value and, and actually using it to buy you know goods and services and i know and i again this is not a knock on bitcoin so much i'm a big supporter of bitcoin but but the general feeling is it doesn't need to be so much of a of a, of, of a mean, you know means of payment as much as a store of value. But if you remember, just recently, when when we've had and we still do all these all these on ramps and off ramps are being cut off from you know traditional banking. In fact, we're still finding challenges getting a bank account just being in the crypto space. So when you see all that stuff, like oh you know you're, you're cut off from the banking and all these other things, well. What does that mean? Well, if we, we ultimately we need to build that payment ecosystem to a point where we're not relying on that traditional banking because, you know, everybody is panicking because we're still needing that. We're still needing the, the fiat system. We still need to make payments in fiat. But ultimately, if we have this whole circle of, of payments, say with Litecoin, you could pay for something that particular vendor can buy their supplies with Litecoin, you know, the whole circle there. Then all of a sudden you, you're like you're not really caring as much about on ramps and off ramps, right? Because everybody's using it. So I think payments is really a big part and really important in, in terms of growth and not relying on central powers that can shut things down um, if they decide to. All right, looks like we get a new person up. I can't. Well, I should be able to see hands, but Arizona, you Arizona Bitcoin, you came up. Uh, what's going on? Hey, what's going on? Just wanted to say, uh, what's up, Randy? Love your face. Hi, Arizona. How are you? I got a Dude, friend who says that every time I see him, he goes, it's good to see your face. <laughs> Do you have a question or you just want to say hey to Miss Teen? Pretty much just wanted to say hi to Miss Teen. So I'll step down, but uh, keep doing the great work. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. That's very sweet of you, Arizona. I hope you have a lovely weekend and a happy Friday. Thanks, you too. And stay zesty, of course. You know and, that. And, and, pay, and pay with Litecoin. Don't forget that, Randy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like Miss Teen's going to be president. She's going to be like, we're just going to rename it Friday. It's Friday from now on. <laughs> Official. Get the day off. Every, Every day is Friday. Every day will now be Friday from now on. <laughs> <laughs> David, <Yeah. bro. laughs> I'm impressed how many people can do Trump impressions. I mean, not to minimize yours, but they're all very good. I, just just to follow up too, in terms of BitPay, we also have seen like other other like Joma Shop that sells like high end watches and stuff. You know, they've had several like sales of watches in the tens, I think even hundred thousand dollar range um, via Litecoin. So we're definitely seeing not just BitPay, but but other a lot of other adoptions slowly but surely. What's funny is you go to their site. I mean, I don't know if they accept other cryptos, but every single sale they have seems to be Litecoin. I would think they would, well, at least accept maybe Bitcoin, but but I just keep hearing about Litecoin. Yeah, go to their thread. It's every single, you're like, okay, there's got to be some other ones in here, but it's almost like, it's like there's some uh, whale out there that's just loves watches. <laughs> He's just spending all his Litecoin on watches. We should, we should mention too, well, we can talk later, I don't. I don't want to take up too much time, but we are going to be releasing these these Litecoin block cards as well pretty soon. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't, you know, I didn't, I wasn't sure if I wanted to, well, I have, I have a thread. Loshan has a, has, I'm telling you, he is like the Litecoin news. I know I'm sure you guys do too, but he's a good filter of news. He puts just the big announcements out. So. And Loshan doesn't follow me. I'm a little disappointed in him. Is he here? I, I, Don't worry, he doesn't follow me either. <laughs> he doesn't? What the hell, dude? No. Uh, if he was no, here right now, we'd get him on and see what he has to say. All right, anybody? Do other people want to come up? He must and, be a Democrat. Uh, ask questions? Anybody else 
out there want to ask questions, I'm going to check DMs, make sure. I doubt people are DMing me, but you But just know. to mention real quick while we're doing that, um, we, we will have like, so with, for in celebration of the halving, we're going to be um, listing a Litecoin block card. It, it'll be basically, uh, we did this for the last halving, but this time it'll, it'll be a block card made of um, uh, 50 grams of silver. And on it will be 6.25 Litecoin. And the beauty is it's actually mined directly to the card. So it's never been spent, right? It's kind of like fresh, you know, you're a dollar that's never been spent. It's just right off the press. And, um, and it'll be stamped. It'll be numbered, sequenced. I think Charlie's going to sign uh, like 21 of the 500 as well. Those will be auctioned. But we don't have an exact date, but it should be sometime this month that, that we'll sell those. And um, I think they're going to be really cool. They'll be encased and uh, a really nice collectible. And again, it's, it's, um, it's Litecoin that's been mined directly and has never been touched or spent. So stay tuned for that. I love that. They're it's like beautiful pain, cards. You know? I don't know if you've seen the last. Oh, these ones are even nicer looking. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, gonna... feel, I feel possessed here. I don't know. You're gonna, it's it's going to be, be on an ounce of silver, silver, right? Yeah, it'll be on 50 grams of silver, 0.99. Okay. Yeah, grams of silver. Hold on, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Um, <laughs> that I'm kind of on the fence about that one. I mean, it's not bad. The noise, I'm just, I can't tell. If it's like, oh. hey, was that the uh, was that the one hour? Room. Was that the one hour marker? I'm trying to hype the room. <laughs> the one That's exciting marker. news. Actually, you did it right at one hour. <laughs> oh, that would be more like. Uh, hang on, but, I got more. These will be beautiful. That's for the watch. Let's run. Let's run. Uh, we can run just a few more minutes, kind of like you know when they shove a few more uh, transactions into a Bitcoin yeah, block. I'm good we'll for like throw a few more minutes in there. And... You're, you're, you're the host, so I'm, I'm not going to answer that. I'm good. I mean, you know, if, has anybody else got questions that come up? Like I said, I, I could, I could do a, I could do a quiz. I don't know. I don't know if we should do like a. It's been fun, but I, no, let's not. Let's just end it where we're at. Maybe come to my spaces on Wednesdays and we'll do a little, uh, we do a little quiz show and I might give away a little Litecoin or something. Tell us more. About the giveaway? No, your show, your spaces, man. Oh, yeah. Um, Wednesday nights, 9 Eastern, 9 p.m. Eastern. I was, I've been limiting myself in the past to three hours, but the last two weeks I've gone over. So I do like long ones. We talk about everything you know anything and everything but a lot more and we do some crypto stuff obviously and litecoin centric but then we also get into a lot of just news and world events and um i don't know it seems like anything like you know a little bit of sports maybe chief down there he's got a sport a sports show i'm not sure if we're going to do it tonight we're going to try to do a regular nfl show on friday nights right chief give me a 100 or something so that's somebody else out there. And then who else is creating out there? Kyle. Kyle, right? BTC. Yeah, he's not on here now, but yes, him. And he has a podcast as well. So I have a podcast. Obviously, Miss Teen Crypto, too. So. Yeah, I have a podcast. Yeah, when's Miss Teen Crypto in the morning? What time? Wildcat, I will fill you in, no problem. The Daily Zest runs weekdays at 9.45 a.m. Eastern. It's a great time. I cover charts, I show videos, and I cover all the daily crypto news sprinkled in with some positivity and community chats. Are, Are we coming? We'll be the cookies and refreshments. Absolutely. You might even find a chocolate strawberry somewhere, you know, if, if, if you know you're zesty like that, Alan. Oh, I'm zesty like that. Do you create on weekends, Miss Team? Do you do weekends at all? Weekend, you know, sometimes I do. I, I've done uh, some streams where I go outside and I actually touch grass and I do a stream uh, when I'm touching grass outside and I talk about crypto. And I also do other streams where I bake cookies. Sometimes that's on the weekends as well. So I just try to sprinkle in content whenever I can. Of course, I post daily everywhere. But even if I'm not live, there's can, can we all agree to touch grass? It's just, one, you know, every day. It's just mm -hmm. so important. Yes, space. Alan. I know you travel a lot, Alan. So you like, literally go and touch the grass. That's you what got I it. Know. Alan, where's <laughs> your favorite spot to touch grass? Because I know you're like a world well, traveler. I, I haven't been traveling too much, but I got to tell you, I just came back to a place in Mammoth, and I, I, it's, I, it's one of my favorites. It's just so beautiful up there, spectacular. And uh, but I'll touch grass pretty much anywhere. I think it's just so <laughs> life is hectic. Um, I, I have you seen that stuff? This is now this is the type of stuff I'll get into on my show. Where like there's literal uh, research about grounding, like putting your feet into the earth, onto the earth. Yes, actually, it's like 
to post 20 minutes a day, baby. Electrons or something like that. Is that 20 minutes a day? Yeah. You can, uh, you can also uh, boost that by uh, wearing some copper on you at the time too. 20 minutes. I don't, you know, we got time for that. (laughs) Ah, Everybody has time for that. I'm just kidding. (laughs) All right. I'll have to get out there. Maybe I need to go out there. Yeah. Go outside, Grant. All right, if I have to sit back on my por- my back porch and drink beer and listen to music tonight, I will. I stayed silent, but I got one life. <laughs> I got one life hack for everybody. If you have a garden, put up some uh, copper wiring wrapped around and going into the ground where you have the uh, the vegetables, the fruits. It'll be you'll see a huge boost in your uh, yield. So you like run it through, like it runs along the ground, or you it comes. It goes into the ground near the the, the crops that you're growing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can honestly tell you, it'll threefold your yield. Well, and then you like run it around like the border of the garden, and the it's up in the air. Yeah, it wraps around like a pole, you know. Okay. Uh, like a spiral wow. style. Yep. And then it reaches out into the air. I'm so jealous that you guys have grass to grow things. That's kind of crazy. Too much. Trust me, I got too much grass. <laughs> I wish Mo- I had a patch well, of one it. Might take like, that <laughs> a variety of ways. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, like, I need some goats or something. Only if you're from California. I bought a big yard, and and uh, it seems great until you got to cut it all the dang time. <laughs> so, all right. Well, here we are. We're, I think that's been pretty good. Anybody else before we go? Anybody got one more question or anything else else to plug or anything like that? We know the inevitable is coming. Be your own bank. Don't rely on anybody else but yourself. Do your own research. Stick to your decisions. If you have crypto on an exchange, put it in a wallet today. Take self-custody. You can always send it back and trade it. Do what you will. But be your own bank. Stick to the fundamentals over the pumpamentals. And as always, stay zesty. Thank you guys for having me. Nice. Thanks, Ms. Teen. I wish I had I wish I had a a canned answer like that. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty nice. I don't even want to you want to say anything after that. That was just such a perfect way to end, I speak from end the show. You know, no, just go. But this you're supposed let to me, let's do this. So we, you know, our, our goal is to do the you know with the foundation and you grant uh, once a month, and it would be really nice too. And I only to talk about the latest news, but to also bring up people from the community um, that maybe weren't even here today that can talk about the things they're doing because it's awesome to see people coming up and and sharing the things they're doing. And we don't get. You know, please know that we, you know, we 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 take note of everything that's going on, and if there are ways we can support through the foundation, we will. And it's just great to be able to have these conversations. Yeah, I'd like to second that. We don't have a monopoly on how things go with Litecoin. This is a community effort. We just try to help, you know, guide it and put those safety bumpers up, right? And and advocate and try and reach as far as we can with whatever's going on. So. Uh, people feel feel free like Indigo and others uh, have done and, you know, make a difference. Yeah, for sure. And, right. and Grant, yourself, making a difference. I mean, yeah, yeah. Fo- a follow. year, a weekly, a weekly spaces. Grant's okay. Spaces. We do a little music. Language is a little worse sometimes, but it should be fun. All right, guys. All right. Sound good? Thanks, off. Thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks. everybody. Thank Appreciate you, it. Everyone. Stay zesty, fam. Peace.